Good afternoon. It's March 18th, 2022. This is To My Liberal Friends, and I'm John Hatto. Well, there's been a lot of news this week with the war in Ukraine, catching most of the headlines and most of the coverage. And then we had Kentucky getting ousted from March Madness by Little St. Peter. But something else did catch my eye that once again shows the utter hypocrisy of the media and the liberals, read that Democrats, on anything that goes against their political narrative. Now, we all remember the news about Pre President Biden's son, Hunter Biden, and his dealings in foreign nations. Here is a disgraced lawyer who was bounced from the Navy because of cocaine use, forced to resign from a law firm for that and other reasons, and then found a way to capitalize on being the son of the Vice President of the United States. Hunter Biden had major dealings in China and Ukraine. He was given a board seat on a major energy company in Ukraine, Burisma, and a salary of close to $500,000 to $600,000 per year. He did not seem to matter that he did not have any experience in the energy sector and certainly did not speak the language, but he was well connected to his father, Joe Biden. And Hunter needed help, and Joe Biden was only too happy to give that help. Now, most people following this story knew about Hunter Biden accompanying his father on a trip to China. According to former partner of Hunter Biden, Tony Bobolinsky, the deals being struck in China were strictly because of his father and not the son. And the money just flowed and Hunter Biden accepted it. Hunter Biden had a private dinner meeting with Yi Jianning, and at that dinner, Chairman Yi gave Hunter Biden a gift, a 3.16 carat diamond worth over $80,000. Now photos of that diamond appeared on a laptop owned by Hunter Biden. Remember that laptop. At the same dinner with Chairman Yi, an offer was made to the younger Biden, 10 million a year for a minimum of three years for introductions alone. That was according to an email Hunter Biden sent to executives of CEFC, the largest energy company in China. And those emails were on, you guessed it, that laptop I told you to remember. Now I could go on and on about the deals that Hunter Biden engaged in with the help of his father, the Vice President of the United States, and later a candidate for the presidency. But that's not the point of this podcast. I mentioned the laptop of Hunter Biden. This is the infamous laptop that was abandoned in a Delaware computer repair shop. On it were very damning emails to and from Hunter Biden, and some photos, to be honest, that simply should never have been saved, let alone taken. It was a bombshell of discovery in the middle of a presidential campaign. This is something journalists look for because it gives them the greatest story of their life. So what was the reaction of the media and the liberals in this country? At first, they just ignored it, hoping it would go away. But when it wouldn't, they changed tactics and branded it as Russian disinformation. They said it was further evidence of Russian collusion with the Trump campaign. Once they got everyone on board to believe that thought process, the issue just gradually faded away. But this week, something remarkable happened. The New York Times, the old gray lady of journalism, the paper that had strongly denounced the laptop story and claimed it was simply not valid, finally admitted that the laptop was genuine, that it belonged to Hunter Biden, and the emails on it strongly suggested that Joe Biden had been involved in many deals being orchestrated by his son. Now that's kind of a bombshell report, and, you, and they have the egg on their face, they have to admit it. 
Now, one of the accusations was that then Vice President Biden met with some Burisma executives. This was denied by Joe Biden, stating he never discussed his son's business dealings. His campaign issued a carefully worded statement that such a meeting was not on his official schedule. I have no doubt it was not on his official schedule because of the subject matter and the participants. But now the New York Times has come to the conclusion that the meeting probably did occur and that Joe Biden probably was in attendance. Once again, you would think this is another bombshell news story, that the journalists are going to pounce on it, that every media in the outlet would be leading with this story. The son of the now president of the United States had used his father's name and connections, and his father directly participated, to amass deals worth millions of dollars. So what was the response? On CBS, nothing. On NBC, not a word. ABC, wouldn't know it happened. CNN, nada. MSNBC, the story doesn't exist. It was as if the story was never reported. But to even mention it now would force them to admit that they had buried the story when it would have had a major impact on the presidential campaign. They are so in bed and in the tank for Biden that they dare not run anything that might cast aspersion on his actions or his character. But what do you think the response would be if this had been one of Trump's sons. You can bet it would have been on the lead story and they would have talked about it all day and night on CNN and MSNBC. But that would be a conservative and Biden is not a conservative. So we have to bury the story, tell us it really didn't happen. And yet, even the New York Times, the gray lady of journalism, has finally had to fess up and say, it looks like that laptop was genuine, the material on it was genuine, and quite honestly, putting two and two together, it equals four, and that means that Joe Biden probably would have lost that election if the media had done their job. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.